This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Welcome to Nebraska Preps Postgame with Damon Benning and Jacob Padilla. Now, that's the cool voice guy. We call him Cam. Doing another episode of Nebraska Preps postgame. It's my main man, Jacob Padilla, joining us for a, like a little weekday rendezvous as we talk about that the, the, the week that was summer basketball. And by the way, very Natalie attired, <laughs> fashion savvy with his pro finals hat on is Mr. Jacob Padilla. Yeah, I figured uh had reason to celebrate this week after uh, kind of what happened down in Houston with my team. So, want some gear, figured uh wear it to the show. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. What what so you get done with this deal and usually you save it for the end if you're feeling it, but sometimes you know you'll say, "Hey, listen, you know, I'm proud of." Yeah. This week at the end elicited I'm proud of text. Like, did you feel like just what your guys had to go through, the bracket, the style of play, the making of the finals? Like, what was it that elicited the JP feelings yeah. that typically you, you like to save if you share them at all? Because you're not the type of guy to manufacture fake feelings. Yeah, and backtracking, we're talking about the Pro 16 finals uh, of the, the New Balance circuit. Um, that's what Nebraska Supreme is on, and – Went down there this last week, and uh, my 15s team won the whole thing. Um, so that that was the first year of the tournament will forever be the the first the inaugural 15 new champions of this league. And I mean they're they're putting a lot into this league. They're trying to blow this thing up, trying to make it yeah. approach the others that have been around for a while. So um, pretty cool to to be able to pull this off, and especially um, I mean we, we talked about it. We knew things were going to be a little difficult when we put this team together because of how spread out it was. Obviously, we didn't get to practice much in the spring. We, we weren't full strength outside of one weekend the entire spring. Um, we went 500 in the spring um, with, all, with so many players missing and having to pull subs in and play with six guys at times. And so 
uh, for them to kind of persevere through that, come back and have a great showing at River Cities, and then go down there and go 5-0 and in Houston. Uh, we definitely got a little bit of help with the way the bracket uh, fell out because the one and two seed both fell um, earlier in the tournament, but we took out the, the three sometimes, seed. Hey, yeah. listen, sometimes it's like that. I, I always love – this happens a yeah. lot in, in March, Matt. Well, you know, they had an easy path, yeah. and I'm like, in basketball, in those one-game winner-take-alls, if that te- if the low if the higher seed yeah. beats the lower seed, then s- that team may be pretty good too. Well, and the the kind of way I look at it is like those other teams didn't take care of business, and we did. We yeah. did what we were supposed to. So that's, like not, that's the ultimate trump card. It was automatic, right? Yeah. If it was you o- just why play the game? Yeah. Just, just pencil in the seeds, right? Yeah. So, but we did. We took down the three seed in, in the semifinals and the four seed in the championship, who had beat us back in the spring when we didn't have everybody. So. And I and I knew it's funny if you guys remember Jacob last week, he had kind of that that cheese eating grin. I'm looking forward to getting a chance to run it back with my full squad <laughs> and you got your chance to run it back with your full squad yep we are now eight and oh or nine and oh rather when we've had all 10 players healthy uh and able to play so the, that's, ham, the hammy held <laughs> up last week oh yeah heck forget uh not he only played, that J- yeah jack poppy is he great. played well and then he was playing seven on seven and apparently had 14 touchdowns in two games for uh, as donovan trumbull won seven on seven tournament out at wayne so no, uh, he's d- diving full on right back into it for making up for everything that he missed over the last couple months. So, but yeah, that's, I mean, he, he was great. Nate Kelly ended up being named uh, tournament MVP at 22 in the championship. Um, he had the game winner in the semifinal. And I, I told him like, so at River City's uh, in the championship game, we twice, we uh, got the ball back down by two, uh, had a chance to go tied in. Nate turned it over, and I told I pulled him uh, over, trying to just go too fast, trying to, to get the ball there because he saw the play and um, just had deflected. And I told him, hey, end of the game, ball, we're going to put the ball in your hands. I trust you. Uh, I, I know we're going to get good results out of it. And this week, uh, select basketball, that, it's a really good program. And um, we were down 10 second half. I know Kobe Myers stepped up, knocked down a couple of big threes that helped kind of spark the comeback and got the ball, got the game tied in 30 seconds left or whatever. They're, they're in his own. Um, Nate, instead of dribbling the air ball, trying to create, gave it up and cut. Jordan Aguema from Crane Prep made an unbelievable pass right through the defender's arms in front of him. Catch, finish, go up. And then we got uh, – I don't know that we got a stop, but they missed a shot at the end that, that would have won, won the game for them. They had a pretty good look from the corner, a uh, really good set by them. And uh, it just didn't go down, which, I mean, we, we had some really bad luck in endgame situations in the spring. So to have one come back to us. Uh, certainly felt good. Um, when you watch Jordan play, and you've seen Clawson, and um, we know what what's going on with Trinnell and maybe a, a blossoming backward. Can you can you see him fitting in relatively seamlessly with with the prep bunch that we kind of think we we see formulating? Yeah, I think he's got some some guys ahead of him, some older guys. We'll, we'll see kind of um, how that shakes out. But uh, I know. He was voted MVP by his teammates for, on the JV team as a freshman. Um, if that doesn't tell you how teammates feel about him, how they feel about him at, in that prep program, um, I don't know what does. Cause he was a difference maker this weekend. And, again, one of those guys, he's a big-time soccer player, so he hasn't been able to, to, to make everything. But uh, he was really good this weekend. Heck, that, that, uh, that select team basically zoned us the entire game because right out the gate uh, they couldn't stay in front of Jordan. Just mm-hmm. got downhill. First three possessions or so, got down there, put put some pressure on them, and 
got to the basket and uh, either made a play for himself or his teammates. And so they always feels good when you're able to beat a team that goes primarily zone. Uh, and we did that. Uh, and then the, the game before that. So it's new balance league. Like you're not supposed to wear any uh, opposing gear, but as a program, we didn't, we joined late, so we didn't get any sponsored gear really. Um, so some of my kids had like, so Derek Tondras was wearing other socks and had it rolled over and the other, and apparently it pulled up just enough that the other team, uh, told it, uh, pointed it out to the ref so they could get the technical. Petty. Uh, yeah. Uh, and one of the, one of their kids was wearing Nike, but it was the elite socks. So like you could see the, the design, but you couldn't see necessarily the, the Nike swoosh. Um, but so like the rest, oh, if I don't see the logo, then, uh, I, I can't call it or whatever. And so, yeah. Um, uh, so they called that out, uh, and we ended up winning that game by like 18 or something. So that's that, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how far Petty gets you. Yeah. I, I th- so you and I, we, we talked earlier, we were kind of speculating. I'm just going on, you know, Cumro and some of these guys that are putting this league together with the merger and what they want to do with the team selection. We're going all the way back to the beginning of, of the merger with Supreme it was talked about as being very competitive. You had no idea what yeah. you were getting into, yeah. right? And I said, I, it seems like this is going to be a very competitive league. After the first tournament, I think you felt like, okay, could, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd like to see what the other teams look like. I know it's going to be round-robin seating. At the very end, as you're, as you're rocking your hat and your gear, got to be pretty happy with the way that this league has come together in year one, right? It uh-huh. appears to be very competitive and well done. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially for year one. Yeah, yeah, good programs. They've got multiple D one players at at every level. Like heck, we we had to play against uh, a kid that's got D one offers and recently got a high major offer. Um, our first or second or uh, second or first weekend down there in St. Louis, we played against them, and um, they've got heck. Joe Sterling is a kid in our class that's playing up on the 17s and giving everybody buckets out there for Washington Supreme. Um, so like they, they've got some really good talent. Obviously, Asa Newell is kind of the um, kind of the poster child for the league. They're the five star, um, and they got some other really talent. I mean, you look at some of those seventeen U teams; like they they are legit. That that one family team is unbelievably one good. One family is a good program. Yeah. Um, so you got Las Vegas Knicks is another good program that like you've heard of that has uh, done very well over the years that they've got into the league now and. Um, they've got Pop Enjai is kind of blowing up as a uh, seven-foot shot blocker. They got a wing out there. It's like there, there are a lot of guys throughout the uh, throughout the league that um, at, at all three levels that um, I, I I was very impressed by what it ended up being because again, like I wasn't wasn't really given much information about how legit this was going to be in year one or what exactly it was going to look like. Um, so that that yeah that. Um, makes it even more exciting to be able to kind of pull this off this week. And the, the best part of it is like how balanced we were like, um, Derek Tan just stepped up in the semi in the final we had 37 points between the two games. Like I mentioned, Nate Kelly stepped up late, but throughout the tournament, like everybody contributed for my team. It was so balanced. Like Tan just led us 12 and a half points a game. Kelly was 10 and a half. Uh, uh, Jack Poppy was 10 and a half. Like it almost, everybody I think we had nine out of the ten scored at least eight or more in a game this weekend uh it was different guys every single game uh I think six different kids scored in double digits uh multiple times throughout the 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 five games so um it's just a really good team uh we got on a a nice roll there and um everybody made impactful plays so 
a re- really fun way to start. I mean, we, we beat Midwest Renegade by eight in the championship. Um, Select basketball I mentioned uh, in the semifinals. That was the only close, like, close game that we played the whole time because um, we, we were up uh, double digits against Renegade, and they threw in some threes down the stretch, and we missed a, a bonus or whatever to make it look a little closer. So, how, how, much, how much of what you've seen – I get it, the yeah. numbers, right? I, I know your roster fairly well. How much of what you're seeing is not just your numbers, but the fact you're playing more consistently? I mean, you're running it back, you know, in consecutive weekends for the month of July. That has to help too with continuity, right? Yeah, we got a we got a full team practice uh, for the most part on Thursday, leading at River Cities, and then uh, had good group there, and then carried in. We had everybody down in Houston, so it's good to just kind of consistently get the group together to play to because um, like, chemistry was great. Again, the balance, the sharing the ball. I watched your, played really the, well your videos uh, and also the pictures. Those guys genuinely seem to like playing with one another. Yeah. And we found some good groups, too. Like, I, I kind of stuck with the same groups throughout the, the, the first three games, which were all blowouts, so easy to split playing time and give everybody a chance. Um, and thing about, like, both groups, no matter who started, who came off the bench, they each made runs during those games to take control. Um, so, like I said, everybody, everybody played well together um, and um, sh- shared the ball really well. So it's, it's, it's a fun group for sure. And, heck, we uh, spent a lot of time together down there. I uh, had to be uh, one of the chauffeurs to help I kids wonder, get around. We and, joked about it last uh, week and turned out you had to be that guy. Yeah, huh? we're piling <laughs> kids into the vehicle um, trying to figure out, all right, who's coming with me, who's going with their parents. Do I need to get food? Like, what, 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 what are we doing now? So it was, uh, yeah, it was a little hectic. Uh, some travel issues going there and back, but made it all worth it to to be able to kind of have this experience with this group. Does your business need an easy competitive financing for trucks or equipment? Currency is here to help. Currency specializes in finding the best available rates and terms for construction equipment, farm machinery, trucks, and trailers. In fact. Customers can get loans up to $500,000 with little or no money down and terms up to 72 months. Currency can also help if you're getting serious about buying a new or used motorhome, fifth wheel, or utility vehicle. Just fill out an application and the Currency Finance team will get to work finding a lender with the most competitive options. It's quick, secure, and best of all, it's free to use. Currency is equipment financing made simple. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Um, before we touch on Rock Hill, uh, at the end, let's get into kind of what you think you're going to expect this weekend from the tournament. You know, Omaha leads some good programs will be competing in this deal. You're playing up, uh, at least early, right? As you kind of mm-hmm. see it, you, you earned the right. Is that how you're looking at it? <laughs> yeah, I guess, uh, what, what, what are you looking forward to is, this should be a pretty talented tournament. Yeah, so uh, for those that weren't aware, the 15s and 16s, we played all the way through the bracket down in Houston. The 17s played three pool games and then two bracket games. So they set up the Elite Eight. So now the Elite Eight is coming to Omaha along with another just uh, four pool game or showcase game tournament for the rest of us. Um, so that's going to be here over at the field, uh, field house at Council Bluffs. So um, cool thing is, so like you mentioned, our, our team's playing up. We're playing three uh, – three 16U teams, and then 
Louisiana Elite, who was the one seed from the 15U bracket um, that ended up losing in the um, early in the quarterfinals. Yeah. Um, and they beat us back in the spring. Uh, they only lost once the entire spring. So um, like, that's a good team. But we, we, we got down big and got it back close with them and then had a chance to kind of get a turnover and go tie the game and um, just didn't, didn't quite work out. So um, looking forward to a kind of rematch with those guys. And then I guess we're going to test ourselves against the older teams. But uh, the 17U uh, from down in Houston, pretty imp- – so – Omaha Elite and Nebraska Supreme were in the same pool along with select basketball and then Tulsa Hawks. So you play your three pool games or whatever. You got one, two, three, four. Um, so they fall into different places in the bracket after pool play. All four of those pool teams made it to the quarterfinals, and they're coming to Omaha to, to compete for the championship, which is pretty impressive. So uh, congrats to I Nebraska I mean, a good, good showing for Nebraska basketball. Oh, yeah, with, without a doubt. And even, even the 16U team, they, uh, Nebraska Supreme, they, 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 they won the, their first game in overtime. Um, and the second game they lost to the eventual champion in select. Um, then they, they won they, – they, uh, beat a team uh, kind of in their first consolation game, uh, Washington Supreme, good program. Um, and then they officially it goes down as a loss in the final consolation against one family, 79-80. Uh, on a putback at the buzzer that was very clearly after the buzzer that the rest counted anyway. Uh, so that's kind of a tough way to officially lose, but they they essentially won that game, like if the rest had had a better angle of it. But um, so even the 16s who went two and two, three and one, however you want to look at it, that their their one loss was to the the eventual championship. How do you look the at the league, breaking so. down of the Omaha lead and, and Nebraska Supreme? Yeah. So for OE, uh, man, Dale Ron Thomas, Tell he, he's on he's on a roll. He had an unbelievable weekend. <laughs> he's uh, on a roll. Yeah. He, and and we know he is is he's as streaky as they come when he gets it going, and you know he's comfy. He can be a handful. Yeah. So OE went, uh, they went one and two in pool play. They lost to Nebraska Supreme and Select. Um, they beat Tulsa Hawks. They, man, this, the game against Select was rough. Nobody could make a shot. Um, literally, nobody was in double figures. They were one of 17 from You think three. they were too hyped up for Supreme? Uh, maybe as a case. Because um, they, they didn't play great against the Tulsa Hawks. They were down 10 at halftime, but rallied, uh, led by Dalaron kind of going off in the second half. Um, and, and then. Um, but they turned it up for bracket play and um, won their two games, beat Jones Academy, and then beat Washington Supreme with uh, Joe Sterling that I mentioned. Um, that also all kinds of high major interest already. So, uh, But Dalaron scored 19. Uh, and again, like nobody played well in that select team. Then he scored 27 against Supreme in the loss. He scored uh, 24 in the first bracket game uh, and then scored 20 in the, um, the second-round bracket game. So, When you look at the local flair that had an impact at that age group this past weekend, probably Glock and Thomas? Yeah, uh, yeah. and then moving over to uh, – uh, Like the top two yeah. performers, it seemed? Yeah, uh, Marcus, man. So the thing about Marcus in the spring, like we know he's a great shooter. He, he, just he didn't, he didn't have a great spring from a three-point shooting percentage-wise. Um, like he, he had some good games and like, okay, there it is. But overall from like, I watched 13 of their 20 games and, um, he was below what he's capable of shooting wise that he has fixed that in the, the, these first two weeks of July, he has been lights out, um, and bumped his percentage up to 43% on the season. I've got 
20 of their 28 games. Mm-hmm. And so he, he had a great weekend, um, really shot the ball well. Um, and they had Antoine Sandlinell stepped up uh, w- with Bangot Dak, um, obviously heading off to Colorado. He's the one, like, true post on the team. Yeah, it gives you some length, yeah. a little rim protection. Had a double-double in the first game, six offensive rebounds, um, and kind of uh, had, a, uh, had some key plays throughout the week. And they had different guys like Carter. Like, they shot 40% from three as a team. Alex Wilcoxon. Uh, was 13 to 21 from three. He yeah. just continues to do what he does, <laughs> yes, shooting almost yes, 50%. Indeed. Uh, Carter Mick was 7 to 15 from three and had a couple big games off the bench. Um, I, I mentioned um, Glock, who led them in scoring and uh, had a great week overall. Um, so it's, it, it, it's a good team, and they, they found a way to get contra- the bench guys, um, uh, all those guys from Lincoln, like uh, each of them kind of made different contributions at different times to help make up for the loss of Dak in the starting lineup. So um, really good weekend from them. They went 5-0. and um, They beat everybody. They won the pool. Then they beat a good Louisiana elite team. Um, and, and then they beat 3D Empire, who um, you haven't seen. They've got a kid, Cool Attack, I believe is his name. Um, dude is unreal, like 6'9", um, one of the quickest effortless releases I've ever seen, like um, – uh, Texas was there watching him, um, and he ended up with 28 in, on 19 shots in that game. But they mm-hmm. found a way to kind of hold every, uh, everybody else in check and, and get the score enough to get the win there. Um, Glock had 18 in, in that game to kind of help lead the way. So they, yeah, they they had a really really good weekend. So you got Nebraska Supreme and Omaha Elite. So the the, the 17U bracket, the Elite Eight that is here, will be over at um, Council Bluffs this weekend. Uh, it's one family versus Tulsa Hawks and Nebraska Supreme versus Las Vegas Knicks. So that's one side of the bracket. Those two winners will face each other. And then the other side, it's Omaha Elite against BTI Hoops and Flight AAO against Select Basketball. Um, so the winners of that will, will face off, and then we'll have the championship there. So um, it's a, that's that's a competitive bracket. It, it's a heck of that's a – It's a really like, competitive bracket. That's a really tough path for Supreme. They beat the Knicks back the first weekend. Obviously, they had Bangat in that one. Uh, and then with one family, it was a tight game at halftime, and then they just kind of pulled away, overwhelmed them in the second half, ended up winning by 20. But uh, they gave them a heck of a battle in that one. So, uh, And one family, they've got Ace Newell, like I mentioned, uh, five-star. They've got um, kid committed to Florida, really a big athletic wing. They've got a guard that's been racking up D1 offers recently. Um, they just got athleticism and shooting everywhere. That's the tough thing, like – Typically, a big athletic team, you think, just kind of go to the rim, crush you on the glass, all that type of stuff. But no, they are shooting threes in transition. They're, they're pulling up. They're knocking them down. Like, it's, it's tough. You, there's no really one good way to defend that team because of everything that they've got. So, um, yeah, one family, I think, definitely the favorite, but Flight AO, um, they've got some kids that can go to. They're the only ones that beat one family during the kind of the regular season, uh, if you want to call it that. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a tough, tough draw for the Nebraska teams. But uh, again, making two of the elite eight coming from little old Nebraska, <laughs> yeah, re- well, really impressive showing down in well Houston done. for kind of everybody involved down there. Um, Mari Shoemaker and Barrett Boziger were probably kind of the two standouts from the 16U team to kind of give them some attention there. Um, Mari had 18 in that one family game, had 14 against Washington Supreme, and went, was clutch at the free throw line down the stretch. 
Um, Boziger was in double figures uh, every game, had 19 in that one family game. Um, so those are kind of the, the guys that uh, led the way for that team. I mentioned uh, kind of some standouts from my team in 17s. And then OE outside of Thomas, they kind of had everybody step up. Quinn McCaffrey had a big, uh, few big games, had 11 threes, I think, in the, in the five games they had down there. Um, and, they, they, and they got double-digit games. He's Keelan, interesting. He's interesting. Yeah. Keelan Bennett uh, was kind of quiet early on, and then he was huge in that Washington Supreme game to kind of punch their ticket to Omaha. It finished with 15 points, had a three, had a layup, had a block down the stretch that were all key to help them kind of stretch it out. Um, DeAndre Harper had 12 in, in that Washington Supreme game from Omaha North as well. Uh, minor, minor Strong had a couple double-digit games. Um, Devin Holman had double-digit games. I think, so. I think Strong's had a good has had a good summer. Yeah. So they, they got. I mean, that's that's what you need. They got contributions from a lot of different guys um, throughout the week, and that's that's the only way to kind of be able to to have success. Quickly, a, a rundown from Vegas statistically as ETG will be on a flight tomorrow roughly about yeah. this time as they turn right around and head to Vegas. Yeah. Overall, I mean, coming off the, the Adidas Summit Championships in Rock Hill, I mean, what was the combined record? Uh, eight and three. Um, I think t- total. 11 and four. four yeah, 11, like 11 yeah. and four was the total record. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, both the 17s and 16s lost their first bracket game. That yep. kind of put them in the consolation play. So, that takes you out, but the 16s made a nice run, uh, and both teams that ended up losing rallied well to finish out the the, the weekend. Um, but both teams didn't lose again; they they won all their consolation games. So, um, I guess start with the the 17s. I'm sure you saw the most of yeah. them. Uh, they they kind of won their showcase game to open the weekend. Um, seemed like C.J. Mitchell had a uh, pretty good week. Um, ha- had some big games in there. Neil Moster continues to to shoot the ball well. 50, uh, they lost the Veritas Titans is the one who knocked them out of the kind yeah. of championship bracket. G- game they should have probably won. Yeah. Um, lost by five or yeah. lost by six. I think the, the ability to make, uh, to get a couple key stops, right? Yeah. they they got to get back to being able to get consecutive stops. And when they do <clears throat> rebound the basketball, you've talked about their Achilles all, yeah. all summer. It's you got to have the ability to, to, to clean the glass. They, I think they miss a rope's presence a little bit just a body on a body it's a lot of pressure on will cooper stubblefield you know trinell still kind of figuring out his way physically um but you know cj did a good job getting downhill he made some jump shots um which i think makes him really really tough to handle uh shane give me about two more minutes here buddy uh um makes him tough to handle and i tell you with the with the 16s playing if they get some backcourt complimentary pieces to Kircher handling the ball and ball shoots it the way that he does, they're pretty capable. I think they got overwhelmed in the backcourt with ball handling. They need, they need another guy to help take some pressure off Kircher consistently. And Lazaric is capable, but he has to spend so much energy yeah. defending as well. Yeah, and that was kind of the one – thing that we saw when they put together this team it's kind of heavy on wings and forwards and um not not as much on the kind of the ball handling guards and the ball handlers you do have are kind of smaller so if you get some length and athleticism can make it tough on them um but they uh pretty good showing overall man bryson ball man dude had uh 27 against new world who in the quarterfinals um ended up losing that by three but he 
went hey, off. You, you, to let, get you let him take it. a good look at it. It's you're surprised if it doesn't go in. He had 22 in the second half to help get them back into it. Um, had 20 in the the game after that. Um, he had 15 in their final game against Compton Magic for the to, to win seventh place. Um, ball at 13. He had 16. He was in double digits uh, every single game. 18 uh, in the, uh, the kind of second round against Team Loaded Virginia. Um, so he just lights out. Like he definitely great showing for himself there. Uh, Derek Rollins had some big games. Um, I mean, Frigger made some plays. Like they, I tell you, his, uh, Rollins' offensive efficiency. He's on the come. You could tell he spent a good amount of time stretching his game. I feel like this is the couple of weeks in a row that we've said that, and he continues to double down on it. And he was a little banged up going into the spring. He really kind was. of never really got off the ground, never got into true game speed and shape. Um, so I think playing throughout the June probably helped him kind of work his way into that uh, and now healthy, um, ha- had some big games for them when they really needed it. So, yeah, they went 4-2 and two, but um, lost to some good teams, and, again, they made it to the quarterfinals. So, only eight teams made it that far, and they were one of them. Fifteens, um, they, they went three and one. Um, you know, Sutton Piatkowski had a game winner, had a good week. Uh, I kind of like him. He's going to be interesting to watch in that offense with all their space, right? Can he find a place to go to work? Yep, and obviously Deshaun Prince joining that team. Uh, Chris Garner Jr. from Norris had a big game against Jalen Green Elite in their last game. Jackson Cruz had a big game against one-time legends. Um, so overall, pretty good showings by Nebraska boys in Houston and in Rock Hill. And we get a chance to turn right around and do it again. Very short week again. ETG, they're out. They're on the flight. You guys are locked and loaded for the Elite Eight. Yeah. Uh, there'll be plenty to catch up on. Yeah, and shout out to the ETG girls who were in ho- at home this last weekend. Obviously, I wasn't here. wasn't able to make it back over there for the Adidas chapter um, here. But overall, um, 17s went 3-1. and one. The 16s went 3-1, and one, and the 15s went 4-0 uh, for the Adidas. Um, not, play. not bad while you're waiting on Britt Prince. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and one of the tops in the country. So, yeah, good showing by them. Um, I think the 16s are mainly an Iowa team, but they're, the 17s and 15s are primarily Nebraska, well, and good showings for the boys and girls uh, at the various locations around the country uh, this week for Nebraska. Best wishes to you guys personally. Thank you. Be out there watching you. Uh, it's another week's edition of NEB Preps. That's my man, Jacob Padilla. I'm ODB. Uh, it'll be a whirlwind recap next week. Don't you dare miss us. A Herd at Sports Network production.